Okay, it's a very competitive world out there in terms of business, especially on the online world, lots of online business now. So you kind of have to try and um, stand out from the crowd and building a brand that is having a positive impact or in the customer's eyes is not just all about money. It's only going to work in your favor. Have you ever wondered how do you grow a conscious e-commerce brand online while also making a profit? Yeah, me too. After watching my family members suffer through cancer and heart disease using products by companies that care more about profits than their customers, there must be a better way, right? That's when I discovered an emerging wave of successful, purpose-driven businesses and I knew I needed to be a part of it. So join me as we dive into the stories behind the most inspiring brands in the world and discover the secrets on how they successfully win over the vote of their customers' wallets and grow their business online. My name is Vincent Tanyono and welcome to the Conscious E-Commerce Leaders Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Conscious E-Commerce Leaders Podcast. I'm very excited to be joined here with Dean Lake. He's the founder of Pure Chimp. Uh, Dean went from creating products in his parents' kitchen to now a 1.75 million pounds company. Now, Pure Chimp provides an affordable matcha-based drinks and skincare products, all free from all the bad stuff like, you know, like preservatives, pesticide, uh, artificial ingredients. And what's also amazing is that they use biodegradable labels, pouches, and recyclable glass jars. And they also donate 5% of the, their profits to charity. And to date, uh, they have donated over £32,000 to save the Chimps charity, or in US dollars, that's about uh, $45,000. So that is super awesome. So glad to have you on the show, Dean. Hello, 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 listeners. Uh, nice to be here. Uh, thank you for the invite. Much appreciated. Yeah, awesome. Uh, is there anything that I missed out in the intro that, uh, that you'd like to add? No, no, that sounded good. Yeah, it sounded like a very good intro. Um, yeah, nothing that I can think of. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> awesome. research. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm very curious about something though that I can't stop thinking about the answer to this because uh, I love the chimp uh, branding that you have and you're also donating to save the chimps. So my question is like, why chimps? Like, is there like a, a story behind it? Yeah, t to be honest, we, we, we kind of, we wanted to be quite uh, fun with the branding. Um, mm -hmm. And then from a personal point of view, I've always loved chimps from a kid. Um, I've just, they've always been my favorite animal. Um, and we wanted to create a new brand name so we could trademark the name. So the pure was kind of the, the natural side of the products and the purity. And then the chimp combined for pure chimp, one word uh, to trademark. Yeah. And that was the chimp side was sort of the fun element that we could use in our branding. Yeah. I love it. I actually love it. So uh, let's, uh, go back a little bit about uh, to your backstory because I I believe this is not your first company, right? Uh, Pure Chimp. Like, can you get us back into like um, why did you start this business and how you got into this uh, business in the first place? Yeah, sure. So uh, um, initially, so my first adventure was a um, it was a natural skincare company, and uh, when I look back now. Um, it's quite funny, like some of the things I was doing, like I used to go to a local market store in Cambridge and all the lovely old ladies used to buy the product from me, just out of pity, I feel. <laughs> uh, and 
And yeah, so for example, the labels were, I used to print on a printer and I used to laminate them with um, laminate, they laminate kind of like school books. So it's, it was a, um, yeah, when I look back, it wasn't great, but to be honest, it was taking that first step to then continually improve, to then set up the new company, uh, Pure Chimp, which mean, has been going from six years. Yeah, so we, it was a learning curve. Um, I actually sold the business, not for a lot of money. Um, to another guy in the UK because we eventually we went online. Um, yeah, so from that money, I was I was actually going to go to Australia and, and do like a, a gap year. So I had my visa and everything, but I just couldn't resist setting up a new business. Um, so yeah, that's where the, the pure chimp idea came from. So I used the money from the old company and I also took a um, 5,000 pound startup loan from the government and yeah, was uh, still in my mum and dad's kitchen with a new business, as with the old. But um, as we grew, luckily now we have like a, um, a big factory and warehouse uh, based in the UK. So, yeah, so we've, we've come a long way. Um, hard work, um, perseverance, but, yeah, it's been worth it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, six years, that's pretty decent. And what is it that you like most about uh, what you do? Yeah, so I would say one, one of the the most exciting things is, is kind of the daily challenge of looking to improve um, continually improving. Um, each day is different. Like some days are very stressful when you get issues. Then other days are amazing and very satisfactory when you get like positive comments from customers or you have a great day of sales and, or you're in a position to also do other, have other positive impacts uh, with brand. Like companies can be very powerful and, um, especially huge companies like in terms of environmental impacts, uh, charitable donations, like companies, like it's a part of all of our lives um, that we all work for companies or have our own companies. Yeah. So well, the, yeah, the daily challenges is a, is a big thing. And as, as mentioned, the positive comments from customers, that's like, it's, I would almost describe it as, I mean, I don't have any kids myself, but um, I imagine if you have a kid and you receive pos positive comments towards your kid, I imagine it's kind of the same feeling, like your yeah. business is essentially your your kid. Yeah, um, exactly. And then the final thing I'd say would be the freedom. So having your own business, especially as you get bigger, definitely um, can create some freedoms and you, you kind of, you, uh, you set your own destiny with your business and you set your hours. Okay, yes, you need to work hard, but as you get bigger and build a team, you can kind of diversify, spread out your responsibilities, which then creates like a lot of freedom. Like, for example, my uh, girlfriend's based in Sweden, so mm -hmm. a lot of the time I can uh, be in Sweden now um, and then, yeah, come back to the, the factory and warehouse as and when needed, yeah. Yeah, I love it. And definitely a lot of uh, entrepreneurs also start their business because they want the freedom. So what do you see like some of the common mistakes that entrepreneurs make when they were like are starting out and how do you solve those problems? Yeah, and so, uh, a big thing is kind of not setting morals for the business and then not sticking to them. Um, and I think a big reason companies maybe go away from their, these morals or don't set the morals is often driven by money. So... I would say a, a big mistake is not to always be driven by money. Um, so, for example, decisions like where we donate to charity. Um, we also plant a tree for every order placed on our website. Moving to recyclable packaging 
these are all uh, it's additional expenses because there are cheaper options but it's helped to create a brand we believe that uh, customers like and they feel like it's um, a business with a purpose i guess and yeah it's it's also helped to attract i would say we're quite lucky to attract like not quite nice customers because mm-hmm. these customers want to buy from a band that is not just all about money which then kind of leads to the customers happy to share the brand with their friends and family it's almost proud that they buy a product from a company that's trying to have a positive impact and then also we we don't we're quite lucky not to get a lot of customer complaints or fraudulent claims and stuff like this i think because of the brand we've created um so yeah um i, I would say yeah the biggest mistake the things tried to be avoid is not just be driven by money and i can also actually come back to our main product our matcha tea with this so uh, in the early days we used to buy a cheaper matcha like it was i think it was half the price of what we pay at the moment even though we're doing way more buying way more matcha than we used to uh, but we decided to move to a better quality product more expensive and that was actually one of the best things we ever did uh, okay we make less profit but it's helped us to grow and get to where we are because the customers really appreciate the value for money that they're getting. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. What you're mentioning because I, I also believe like, um, consumers these days, they are more conscious. They are, they want to stand behind a brand and also like one of the reasons why I started this, this podcast actually. <laughs> so, uh, just wondering like how do those uh, ideal customers, because there, there are so many strategies like online marketing social media, there's all so many different kinds that is popping up every day. What do you see like um, that works for you like when it comes to attracting your ideal customers? Yeah, so um, for us, at the moment, we're in a very lucky, lucky position because we're getting a lot of organic business. Um, and I believe that is partly due to the brand that we have built and the positive things that we believe we're doing um but before this getting to this place we did we have spent a lot a lot of money on advertising a lot of money and attracting the customers the best channels that we found for this was uh google shopping ads facebook ads and instagram ads um because i would say our target customer or the bulk of our customer would be a female that's health conscious age sort of 23 to 45 Facebook and Instagram give you a platform to direct ads specifically to this target audience. And then, yeah, the Google shopping ads, they also have their, their smart shopping ads now. Is um, People are in buy mode. So it's quite a, uh, if you're looking, if your goal is to get conversions, that's quite a cost-effective way um, to get customers, I would say. Um, we've spent loads of money on like magazine ads, et cetera. And we found that was actually a waste of money uh, for us. So yeah, in terms of attracting customers, I would recommend the Google Shopping ads, Facebook ads, and Instagram ads. Um, there's probably going to be new ways popping up all the time. May possibly TikTok. That seems to be very popular with the younger demographic. Um, Pinterest as well. But at the moment, we're not really. We're kind of at full capacity um, with our output. So a lot of our sales now are actually organic, which is like a complete luxury to be in, especially at the moment where like shipping costs have gone through the roof. 
Um, so when we're importing our goods, we are spending like double the price we used to on shipping. But because we're not having to spend as much money on advertising now, it, it makes up for it. Um, yeah. So well, I would say, yeah, that's kind of our situation. I mean, that's that's awesome to be like at, at capacity, right? <laughs> so just wondering, yeah. like, <laughs> what what are your goals like in the next maybe 12 or 24 months? Where do you see PureChip heading? Yeah, so we will continue um, to look to improve all the time. And with that, it often leads to growth. Um, and we, we work closely with our, our supplier um, in Japan, in the farm, and they are increasing output for us every year to enable us to grow. So, I mean, we have a very good connection with them. Like we trust them. They've always been very helpful. Um, so we're kind of growing with them as they grow their output we can also grow as well so it's kind of it's quite we have to be cautious how we grow um which is why a lot of our growth is organic at the moment and then uh i, I like to think that we'll also be in a position where because we're, we're a small team there's six of us now where everybody working for us has also been rewarded that's kind of i guess one of my one of my goals and um, so we have a profit share now with um our employees um because at the end of the day they've believed in the brand they've taken the risk to come and work for us they've worked hard through especially these times where our warehouse has been at its max capacity they've been willing to put in the time to keep up with customer demand um so yeah so two things really continuing to improve and with that we'll probably continue to grow i hope and then the second thing is making sure all of our staff have been rewarded um as well yeah i, I really like the the staff reward because it kind of gives them like an incentive right to to see the company do well yeah i love, I yes. love it yeah and um i i like to ask this question to our to the guest is what would you say is like the best advice that you have ever received yeah so i, w- I would say two things so one um is actually a book um so i read a book once called the slide edge um listeners might be aware of it maybe yourself as well but it basically it's based around the principle of your daily habits um, compound over time and they help you to kind of get you to where you want to be. So I have like a weekly to-do list that I do every week and I stick to knowing that these small daily tasks will hopefully get us to where we want to be. Um, and it's, it's not kind of, a, a lot of people make this mistake. I would say I made this mistake initially as well, naively thinking, oh, I'm going to build a, a website. I'm going to get loads of sales straight away, but it, it doesn't like work like that. It's a, a gradual process. Um, okay, you might get you might get lucky and get maybe a um, uh, a great piece of exposure in like a national newspaper or a huge podcast. And yeah, okay, something like that can really grow your sales overnight. But yeah, it's kind of a gradual thing. So I, I have learned that from reading that book. And then actual piece of advice would be: um, I was told by someone uh, not to go it alone. Um, and I think in the early days I was actually holding back the business because I was doing everything myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but this piece of advice, I took it on board. Um, luckily I was able to find a really good, um, I would call them more of a business partner cause I also gave them some shares in the business. But, um, since they came on board, we've grown, like we've doubled in size every year since they've come on board. 
Um, so they've been able to, they were also quite entrepreneurial, but they've been able to focus on the warehouse and improving the efficiencies and our output in the warehouse. And they've done that. Like we are able to produce way more than we used to. And that's from their engineering background. And then also a couple of our employees are very artistic and they really helped like, and had a massive impact in improving like how the brand looks. Um, and that's also had a significant impact on the business. Um, and I don't think these things would have happened if I went it alone and continued to just try and do everything myself and have employees that were maybe not entrepreneurial or thinking of ways to improve the business as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, I would say those two things really helped. Do you have like any recommendation or how do you see like who should be, who you should be hiring first when you're building out the team? Uh, yeah, that's really, I think you have to trust your gut. Um, uh, it's quite, it's really tricky to employing good people is definitely a, a challenge. Yeah. Um, so um, with Josh, uh, is the name of the employee that also has some shares in the company and really helped to grow. Um, with him, he was working on like a contractor basis initially. And with that, I was able to see his character on a day-to-day basis, see his ideas, et cetera. And he was really keen to grow the business and prove that he could really help. And from that, um, employed Josh full-time and we set up a deal where he would get some shares in the company um, if the business was to grow, um, which did happen, which was great. So, yeah, I guess if you're able to be in a position to get some help, but not, it's tricky, but not fully commit to employing that person until they've proven themselves, I would say that's good. And then trust your instinct. If you're like, okay, yeah, this person's great. They're going to really help to grow the business. Then do all you can to keep them on board. Um, so with Josh, that was giving some shares of the company. That, that was to kind of lock him in, I guess, to keep him, to make sure we didn't lose him. Because yeah. once you have someone really good, uh, you want to do your best to keep them on board with your brand to help it grow. Yeah, exactly. That's excellent advice. So uh, before we wrap, we wrap this up, uh, is there anything else that you'd like to share that uh, maybe I didn't ask? A key takeaway would be from our experience, um, from my personal experience, don't be solely driven by profit. That would, that would be kind of my advice um, when making your decisions. Um, and then I, I believe on a personal level that will help you because you're not solely driven by money. You have other motivations and goals and then i think that's also going to help your business to grow um it is a very competitive world out there in terms of business especially on the online world lots of online business now so you kind of have to try and um stand out from the crowd and building a brand that is having a positive impact or in the customer's eyes is not just all about money it's only going to work in your favor in my opinion yeah, I love that advice. So one last thing before we let you go, for people that want to check out Pure Chim or maybe they want, they want to buy some matcha, how do they do that? Yeah, sure. Um, so for uh, American customers, uh, I would recommend Amazon, uh, Amazon USA, um, just because we send the stock to them in bulk and then they can get the products to customers quickly. I mean, love them or hate them for, for us they have definitely helped us to grow and it, it's undeniable that what they have done is 
it is quite amazing to be honest um okay yeah sometimes they do some things that are questionable but all in all to be honest we wouldn't be where we are today without them and then uh, in asia we have a reseller uh, on purechimp.asia um so they're based in singapore um so they can ship from singapore to customers and then in europe we've just launched purechimp.eu uh, with a reseller based in europe that's due to the brexit issues so yeah that was a massive headache but luckily we found a uh, a new partner where they're buying the stock in bulk and they can get the products to customers uh, quickly and easily without the need for eu customers to pay import VAT, or duty and then for all of our uk customers it would be purechimp.com so that's coming from our uk warehouse um so yeah and australia sorry is a uh, pure chimp um no sorry that would be uh, amazon as well in australia affiliates on amazon all right thank you so much for um being here dean it was a pleasure talking to you yeah thank you thanks for the time uh thanks for listening as well uh yeah hopefully all the listeners um i wish you all the luck with your business keep at it <laughs>